Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Still have a trace of the cold. You're going to hear it in my voice. I apologize, but thank you for all the well wishes. I got a lot of people asking me to get better, and I appreciate that, and I will as soon as I can. <laughs> Did this story not so long ago about the attorney who filed a brief with the court filled with uh, nonsense. And it turns out that he let ChatGPT write the brief for him, and he asked it to find him case law that went his way. And when it couldn't find case law that went that way, apparently it just made up cases. And the other side spotted the made-up cases and called it the court's attention. and said, hey, this guy's citing cases that don't exist. And when he got called out on it, he told the judge, well, after ChatGPT wrote the brief, I asked it, are these cases real? And it said yes, so I believed it. Well, that's a crazy, crazy argument. It really is. Because you can look up cases very, very quickly using Google if you want to. So, you know, and I'm an attorney. So I I look at this like, wow, this one is crazy. Well, it has ramifications if you do that. This is why you don't want to do that. Judge sanctions lawyers for brief written by AI with fake citations from MSN. And Dan Mangan wrote this. A New York federal judge Thursday sanctioned lawyers who submitted a legal brief written by ChatGPT, which included fake court opinions and fake quotes. The judge said that the attorneys abandoned their responsibilities when they submitted the AI-written brief in their client's lawsuit against an airline back in March, and then continued to stand by the fake opinions after judicial orders called their existence into question. And the second somebody says, hey, this citation here is fake, you just jump and find the citation and show it's not, uh, unless you can't. The judge ordered them, along with their law firm, to each pay $5,000 in fines, He also ordered them to notify each judge falsely identified as the author of a bogus case ruling about the sanction. Court will not require an apology from the respondents because a compelled apology is not a sincere apology, the judge wrote. Any decision to apologize is left to them. The judge, in a separate order, granted the airline's motion to dismiss the lawsuit, which the attorneys filed on behalf of a man who claimed his knee was injured on a flight to New York from El Salvador back in 2019. Uh, The judge said that suit was filed after the expiration of the uh, window allowed for legal claims related to international air travel under the Montreal Convention. judge said he might not have sanctioned the attorneys if they had come clean about them using the chat GPT to create the uh, brief opposing the motion to dismiss, but the judge said the lawyers exhibited bad faith by making false and misleading statements about the brief and its contents after the opposing side's lawyers raised concerns that the legal citations uh, were from cases that did not exist. In researching and drafting court submissions, good lawyers appropriately obtain assistance from junior lawyers, law students, contract lawyers, legal encyclopedias, and databases such as Westlaw and LexisNexis. And if it really comes down to it, you can go to a library and look through books. You've actually got these things in books now. Imagine that. Technological advances are commonplace. There's nothing inherently improper about using a reliable artificial intelligence tool for assistance. But existing rules impose a gatekeeping role on attorneys to ensure the accuracy of their filings. So this is an interesting way for this case to end. And uh, I was unaware of them, quote unquote, doubling down on, you know, those citations are real. (laughs) Because I thought they fessed up pretty quickly. They were not. However, I have to tell you, and I've mentioned before, 
that if you are an attorney and you file a piece of paper with the court, a document, a filing, they call it. If you file a filing with the court, uh, generally speaking, many of them require a signature, a signature. Now, that makes sense, but you have to ask yourself, what happens if you file it without a signature? Well, they wouldn't accept it. So you sign it. Well, what does it mean to sign it? Because we all know that your signature has certain legal operations that, that happen because of your signature. You sign the back of a check. You've endorsed the check. You can now get the check cashed, right? On the face of the check, you write a check. You sign it to make the check. If you don't sign that check, technically speaking, you know, you filled it halfway up. You didn't. So your signature, depending on the context, has a meaning and it does something. So I'll give you an example. I pulled the Michigan court rules, Michigan's uh, court rule 1.109, MCR 1.109, sub 5 and sub 6. And this is the definition of effect of signature. What is the effect of the signature? The signature of a person following a document, whether or not represented by an attorney. And so that means a person without an attorney or simply the attorney, him or herself, signing the document. This is the effect. Constitutes a certification by the signer that, and there's three subs, A, he or she has read the document. So you can't sign it and go, I didn't read it. Oh, no, 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 no. Your signature says you read it. I'm going to do these out of order. Three, the document is not interposed for any improper purpose, such as to harass or to cause unnecessary delay or needless increase in the cost of litigation. It's not being filed to waste time or money. Two, and this is the important one, to the best of his or her knowledge, information, and belief formed after reasonable inquiry, the document is well-grounded in fact and is warranted by existing law or a good faith argument for the extension, modification, or reversal of existing law. To the best of your knowledge, information, and belief formed after reasonable inquiry, the document is well-grounded in fact and is warranted by existing law. So if you sign this document and it's got citations in it that are fake, how did that happen? Because to your knowledge, are those cases good? Well, it says here that you have to have a belief formed after a reasonable inquiry. And a reasonable inquiry would mean that you looked those cases up. And so when you ask ChatGPT to write the brief for you, and then ask ChatGPT, are these sites good? Number one, that shows that you have a question in your mind about it. But that's not how you check the work. You check the work by double-checking those sites elsewhere. So a person in Michigan who did this would be violating this court rule. You might say, but Steve, it's a rule. Okay, there's lots of rules that get broken every day. What happens then? Oh, sub-6, MCR 109 uh, of Chapter 1, sub-6. Sanctions for violation. If a document is signed in violation of this rule, the court, on the motion of a party or on its own initiative, shall, shall impose upon the person who signed it, a represented party or both, an appropriate sanction, which may include an order to pay to the other party or parties the amount of the reasonable expenses incurred because of the filing, including reasonable attorney fees. So you can get hit with sanctions for violating that rule. And so I know that most states have got a parallel rule on this. And of course, this happened in federal court and federal courts have got that as well. 
So I just wanted to, I had it sitting on my desk, so I'd pull it out. But I mentioned before, when attorneys sign something, the signature has an effect. And so if you sign the document that contains the fake case citations, ah, uh, did you really look that up? Do you have a, did you really do some uh, inquiry on that? Reasonable inquiry? Well, I asked ChatGPT if the other correct. <laughs> I'm sorry, it hurts when I laugh. But this is one of the most absurd stories I've seen. And I, I really wonder what caused this to happen. And I hate to speculate, but sometimes it's fun. And I have to imagine that somebody was just pressed for time, didn't have time, and said, oh, I've got this brief. It's due in like seven minutes in federal court. What do I do? Quick, chat GPT, save me. <laughs> what else could be an explanation? And I was talking to a good friend of mine who's an attorney just yesterday. And we were talking about this case. And he goes, who in their right mind doesn't know that you can just Google cases by case name and they'll pop up? And if you Googled one of these fake case names, it would, nothing would have popped up. And by the way, I was talking about this in a previous video. And somebody goes, Steve, you're talking about Google like it's an authority. No, Google's a tool also. But when Google says, I found this case in 75 different locations, you can go look at those locations and see whether the locations are real. Is anything there? When you ask ChatGPT, are you telling me the truth? <laughs> ChatGPT is just generating language. You don't expect that it's telling you the truth any more than you expect a magic eight ball is telling you the truth. And, and this is actually an appropriate analogy. You shake the magic eight ball and ask it a question. It gives you an answer. Unrelated to your question, but it looks like a response. But we all know, well, it's, it's a paperweight. ChatGPT, in many respects, is a fancy and complicated and pretty cool paperweight, but it's not bound by things like morality and truth, and it's just, it's just generating language. So it's scary. And by the way, I've seen it do some cool stuff. I have. I have. But this is an interesting end to this story, and hopefully it'll help people not do this in the future. Yeah, I never know. So... MSN published that a lot of people sent to me. Thank you very much. Dan Mangan wrote it. Judge sanctions lawyers for brief written by AI with fake citations. But the AI said they were real. <laughs> Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. We should be choosing what we want to keep, not what we want to get rid of.